Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Man, I, I have the sickness. I've been feeling kind of down lately, and, you know, things have been, uh, been kind of hard to go by, and I just uh, don't know where to go. Uh, you know, communication's been kind of off, and I feel the hives and the chills, and <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it, but I, I, I think I have a certain problem that there ain't no cure for, and, well, um, y- y- you know, it ain't the damn coronavirus, though. Hey, welcome to the J-Man Show here on G360 Radio. Hey, how's it going, J360 Legion? Welcome back to the J-Man Show. I'm J-Man, of course. Here for episode 147. <laughs> we're finally climbing up to the top. Soon enough, we're going to be at that midpoint break, man. 150 is coming. And you know something? I have big plans for that one. You know, I did not notice that, um, you know, between the hustle and bustle of things, I just uh, really did not know how far along we were getting in terms of these shows. I managed to uh, work on some other stuff. Uh, Schlockomania is still being developed as we go. I just had to take a little bit of a scale back because <laughs> there was one thing that was really kicking my ass this year, man. It wasn't Corona, it wasn't um, romantic pursuits or anything, but I'm going to tell you this. It was a big fear I had because, you see, when May rolls around, everything changes for the J-Man. Everything is different. You know, the one, pretty much the one reason it keeps me in Delaware is coming to an end. And yeah... I've been after this for a long time, off and on, because, you know, you you go through a lot of things in life, and no surprises in life, man, they come out of the woodwork, because I've had a lot of plot twists go on that kept me from this, but now I can finally say, I am graduating, and it's about damn time, oh man, college graduation has come, whoo, and you know what, I only got one more test to go in one of my courses, and I only have like, um... Three makeup assignments to take care of, and another course. Just two courses, and man, I went through a lot of hell to get these, because they were hard to come by. Even though one was online anyway, but, you know, the one course that I was taking, I had a good time with it because it was face-to-face. See, like, I'm not going to say that distance learning is not great, and it's not the future. (laughs) Pretty much you're seeing that it is becoming the future. But you see, for certain subjects that you take... Math is one of those subjects that you would probably feel more comfortable taking face-to-face instead of just, like, even though Khan Academy tries, and I'm not going to diss that. I mean, they, they've helped me out with a few things, like, you know, sitting there learning how to do probability and, you know, fractions, all kinds of stuff that you got to brush up on, basically so you know to get prepared for other things, even though nowadays we use more of decimals than we do fractions entirely, if it's safe to say that, because, you know, they're pretty much cousins of each other. But you know how that goes. And just, like, the idea that, you know, you have more opportunities to educate yourself. I'm always a fond believer that education is very important. 
And you see, the thing is, even as I go through any lackluster job that's out here, whether it's my current day job or doing another day job somewhere or wherever it is, or even doing J360 full time like I used to. But the thing is, is this, you know, you should always be working on self-improvement. There's no real reason because like even the best project that you work on is yourself. And I'll tell you one thing, I was, man, I was tripping. As soon as, like, you know, we we got put on, like, distance learning, I was actually sitting there shaking in my boots. It's one of those rare occasions where I'm scared of something. Because you think about it. All the hard work you put in, all the determination and true grit, and all of the goals and plans you have. And you know how goal-oriented I am, you know what I mean? And not to mention crazy prepared. That time, I actually was not prepared to go back into the scaffoldings of online distance learning. Especially when it comes to math. Because, you know, like, you see, the only problem with distance learning is is that you're at home. I see, like, some of y'all go to the library. Some of y'all go to different places, which which is smart to do. But if you're at home, you got all these other things that can distract you. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, say like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll get to my assignment, but but first I gotta go ahead and vacuum this, or I gotta go out and cut the lawn, or work on that lawn um lawn care project I had, or I gotta go ahead and start editing these videos for other people, and you know work on my uh, screenwriting and all, and it, you know all that stuff is sitting right there, and it's like yeah, I'd much rather be doing that than working on like you know, in terms of math and all. Uh, whatever it is, like, you know, instead of working on statistics, I'd rather go ahead and work on, you know, semantics or whatever. Like, and I'm just using that as an example. But you see, or engaging in Twitter battles with people left and right. And, and obviously, it doesn't take much nowadays because you got some people out there that will argue about little, light, stupid stuff instead of, like, the real factors. But no, no, nothing to worry about anymore. That fear is over with. The one thing that's been keeping me awake, for those of you that thought it was that, thought it was dealing with the significant other and all that, you know, no, 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 it had nothing to do with the pretty one. It had a lot to do with um, college. And you know, J-Man's got some stuff in the bank, even though, you know, you want your money's worth when it comes to your college education, because once that's done, oh man, everything else is just smooth sailing from here. And it's all about just getting your ducks in a row, because... I am turning my back on everything. Peace out, mofos. Don't ever call me again. Uh-huh. Yep. And I even looked at a few people in the eye. They said, see you later, Jay. And I said, yeah, see you never. Yeah, I'm totally changing, man. I mean, at the end of the day, whether it's for the for better or worse, I mean, I leave that up to y'all. But for me, I'm feeling really good about myself. Now I'm working on other changes, you know, changing the diet and doing what I got to do for myself. Getting a lot more energy now. <laughs> uh, and I'm already highly animated. So you can only imagine what that would be with, um, you know, really taking care of yourself. Hey, brother's got goals and he's just achieving them left and right. However, um, you know, while that's going on, I've noticed that um, a lot of people out here, well, there ain't a lot of people out here. Everybody's doing the social distance thing. You know, I look at social distancing sometimes, and I see it as either one of two things. Either a crock of bull given by the CDC, or I see it as, like, you know, once again, people's irrational fear has just came out of the woodwork. And while we try to be safe, man, we gave a lot to security and not enough to liberty. That's why we're still in the crap hole that we are in. And I hope, and see, my mother at one time, 
she told me this uh, not too long ago. She said, this is going to be the new norm. I said, do you never have anything positive to say? Try to keep some hope. You know, you see, as we get here from April to, and you see, I spend a lot of time with my parents because, you know, my, my dad's up there in age, so I have to pop by and take care of him. So it's this is kind of a lot for me, too, because I don't want to go to the day job and then catch the crap and then all of a sudden, you know, pass it on to him or pass it on to my mom. Yeah, despite all the roughness and stuff like that, you got to figure that woman's still my mom. I don't get along with her much, and I cringe every time she tries to make it seem like we're buddies. But you see, the thing is, it's only because of differences in our mindset. That's where the animosity comes from. Because whereas I see one thing one way, she sees, she sees something a certain other way. And there's that whole Newton's third law. You know, immovable object, object stays in motion. And I'm always the object that stays in motion. Interesting. But that's usually how it goes down. Because you, you'll have people out here that are so experts at things. Like, my mom is an expert of so many things. You know, <laughs> oh my god. And then I call her out on a couple of things when it comes to facts. You know what I mean? It's one thing to feel a certain way, but it's a whole different thing when you see facts. Facts don't care about your feelings. They never did. And what the way people are all about, I feel, I feel, I feel. Well, this is what happened. You see? And a lot of that kind of stuff, that's that's where all the animosity comes from because a lot of people cannot handle somebody else's opinion and Lord knows they can't handle somebody else's facts. And that's why we're still in that situation. And it's a very cowardly argument to have because you got some people that will not take the time to say, you know what, I was wrong. I'll tell you I was wrong. I mean, if you call me out on some things and then we really go at it, hash it out, that is, and then you'll see like, oh, well, this is the reason why. This is the layout of the facts, and those are actually strong facts. Then I have no choice but to be like, okay, I see where you're coming from. I was wrong. It never hurts to admit that. However, with some people, you gotta like what? You gotta like grab them by the arm, twist that stuff, and then get to the point where you can hear something pop or crack, and then be like, now do you understand? Do you give? Do you give? And it's weird to me. But you see, that's why sometimes, you know, social relationships or, you know, even friendships sometimes are really, really uh, kind of shaky with some people because they don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to, you know, associate. And I can only imagine what it will be like now with social distancing being in our lives. Like when I was a kid, you couldn't do social distancing like I could because, see, the thing is, in my early teens, man, I would leave your ass hanging. I, I'm just saying that straight up. And see, this is before I became more and more of who I am. But if I know that your stuff is not worth my time, and I know that deep down the inside, I don't need you, I will throw you out. I will just leave, never come back, or I'll just be like, you know what, this ain't going to work, tell you about yourself, and go. That's what I would do. And then when I got to my 20s, I started to be a little bit more, you know, a little bit more open about things, a little bit more mature here and there. But then when I start seeing, like, that BS rolling around, yeah. Because, you know, like, the thing is... I don't know if it's my Scorpio nature or it's just the way I am, but I can kind of see the way people, you know, like how far it goes with people. And I had a guy who that said he was my best friend at one time, but he was nothing but a mess of contradictions and lies. And then I kept calling him out on the stuff. And he had the nerve to be like, well, how are you going to call me out on that? It's like, well, fool, how are you going to go ahead and propose something that ain't even a part of J360 Productions? What is wrong with you? Oh, my God, man. And I used to get back in conflicts with that person. He used to tell him straight up that, you know, 
don't lie. Don't lie when I'm in the room. And you damn sure don't lie on me while I'm in the room. You see what I'm saying? It's just pe- people are so ridiculous with it. And you see, the thing is, we as people, we're always trying to outdo each other. We're always trying to be the top one of something. So, because our egos just won't let us leave it alone. Whereas our super egos are trying to catch up, but our id is like this. Uh, you know, I want to be important too. So you start doing all that stupid wild stuff so that you can get to the, you know, top of the food chain there. And that you can be the big guy either on the social media pages or the big guy on campus or whatever it is. Because certain people are like that. And keep in mind, as I speak, I talk from the perspective of a 33-year-old man. Whereas, you know, you're just going to have to fill in the blanks if you're somebody that plays for the other team or not. You know, because it happens with everybody. And then, you know, like, if you're not careful, sometimes that stuff just seeps into your uh, romantic pursuits. Now, take it from me. There's someone out there I care about. And at the same time, not really the focus of this episode. But, you know, I've noticed, like, you know, you try. You know what I mean? Like, I keep pushing myself all the time, and I don't obsess over it. I just look at it, and I'm like, all right, I'll play it day by day, you know? I have to, because, eh, you know, I follow through on it, and I chose to, really. I don't have to do anything, but I chose to. And you see, like, you know, it, it, it works. You know, there's ups, downs, and then there's WTFs, and you got to be there for it. However, I've noticed from a few associates of mine that are doing this stuff, man, one way or another, they go about it in a weird way. Like, in, in the weird way is this. You see, when you are trying to build something, you don't try to build it all at that one moment, man. That's, that's too much for somebody to take in. I mean, at the end of the day, that's somebody that really doesn't know you, and you really don't know that person, but you try to take that jump over that threshold so that you do know each other, <laughs> that you always should be building up towards it. In a way, like a lot of people are afraid of friend zones and stuff because it's like, you won't take me seriously at that point. I don't know. It really depends on the person when you think about it because, see, whenever now i don't really talk about like whenever i'm in a relationship like that because you know you all should have your own style when it comes to it but you see like when it comes to me i come and go as i please i don't really ask for too much you know what i'm saying you know i'm kind of like uh i would say i'm like goku when it comes to relationships man there are times where i'm just like there (laughs) you know what i mean and you know i do the romantics you know i do have my romantic side of things but i always you know I lighten it up with the humor. I lighten it up with, you know, pretty much just being friends at first. A lot of people are afraid to be friends with who they're with. And if that's the case, that's sad. Because it's in the title. And if you think about it, you know, if you're all going to be spending time with each other and stuff like that, there's got to be some casual things to talk about at least. You can't just go ahead and be like, I will run through a force of flames. I will stand in the way of a bullet. Yeah, I know, it's from the room. But the truth is, is that, yeah. After a while, that, that, you know, that knight in shining armor kind of stuff, you know, it just, and I ain't wearing the armor today, man. I'm just going to be sitting back, chilling, trying to anyway, because Lord knows I have not mastered the art of doing nothing. Though I have managed to do it. I did manage to take a day and just, usfa, you know, just get away from it all. Even putting the leader of J360 mantle on the shelf. And rightfully so, because, you know, everybody needs to take a little break from things. And I managed to do something. Yeah, I told her about it too. But you see, the thing is, like, with me myself, I don't worry too much because if it's supposed, if it's going to happen, it'll happen. If it gets to that point where it's like, you know, things build up over time, fine. 
But, you know, you want to the reason why I keep that stuff in check, because, you know, you don't want a mistaken uh, attraction and infatuation and then, you know, the passion and stuff, which hopefully will lead to love. But the thing is, you don't want to mistake that for being there all the time, you know, always thinking that the person's cheating, always wondering what they're doing and all that, you, you know, like, I mean, being pretty much the negative Nancy or whatever you want to call it <laughs> or just being a giant a-hole. In other words, being obsessive. You do not want to be obsessive at all. It's 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 ridiculous. Like you got some people out there, male or female, who want to control everything. You see, the thing with me is like I had to learn this, but you know you don't want anybody like entirely over you dictating everything you do right didn't you have parents at one time that were like that like you had domineering parents you had like people that were like oh if you don't do this yada yada's gonna happen and all that kind of stuff because they had to find a way to try to keep you calm and control you or something well not even keep you calm but they had to find a way to try to keep you under the thumb instead of just letting you grow in your own way like because you have people out there like that and it, it wasn't any good for you. It didn't allow you to be who you are. So you, like, later on, in order for you to get away from it all, you kind of had to change things up and become who you really were because that person was just ridiculous, toxic, domineering, to the point where it's just you had no say, but they had all the say. So you really took it out on them. Because, you know, everybody has a breaking point. Everybody has their limit. So then you start thinking this, you know, why would I be that person if I had to endure that crap? Now, me, myself, personally, I, I had to endure a dominating person. But the thing about it is, I was dominant back. I was mean as hell. You know what I mean? Like, I had to really rip into that person back and be like, well, who the hell are you to tell me what to do? And, you know, like, it, it came from years and years of uh, dealing with that person's crap. Whereas at the same time, you know, I was just always about myself, too. See what I'm saying? But you see, like, at the end of the day, I wasn't always obsessive and thinking about what that person was doing. I was always focused on myself a little bit more. But you see, um, that other person always had to try to be in my business. And then I was like, no, 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 no. Cut the line. And you see, as I cut that line, I felt a lot better doing it, too. I don't know where that person is now, but, <laughs> well, probably rotten in hell just like anything. Okay, okay, okay. That's not cool. Maybe I'll just be like, you know, we all managed to move on and become better people because we don't associate anymore, you know? But in particular, with some of, going back into it, though, some of my friends with their obsessive nature, I mean, you got to be like this, you know, have a little trust. Understand that, you know, things won't always go the way you want them to. Focus, like, you know, on bettering yourself to a point. Like, be so damn good that that person, you know, will see you for who you are and where you come from, understand your nature, actually have a decent conversation with with some people. I mean, even though if you're already talking to your crush and you're tongue-tied and you choke up, which at the same time, that's how you know um, know that you're feeling a certain way. You understand what I'm saying? Because the J-Man has his issues where... He gets tongue-tied talking to a certain individual. That never really happens. I mean, it happens on this show sometimes, flub up, because I got a lot of crap to say at you all, and I only got like 30 to 45 minutes to do so. But, and, the, and mm, I mean, like, it, it's weird. 
because it usually dealing with other people. I always just right on it, you know. But that particular one, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it, it takes a lot of wild stuff to even get me together with that one. I'm like, how the hell did this happen? <laughs> but you know, you, you just like anything else. Like I just lighthearted about it. You know, I just play it day by day, and you know, at the end of the day, I, I feel pretty good. You know, as long as that person's happy, I'm happy. You know, it all evens out. But I gotta also think, like I always say, with the good, the bad, and the WTFs, because those will happen. And then you got some people that put it all on the table, and you see, when you put too much on the table, what happens to a table? It breaks, right? So as it does break apart, you know, you're supposed to put a little bit on there. And then you see what the other person offers. And that's just during times and dedication to talking to each other and just having a, you know, see if you're having a blast. Because you had nothing in common. That's, that's going to be a one cold-ass room. And there's quite a lot of cold rooms. Like, I have a friend that he really wants this to happen with this lady. And you see, she, on the other hand, uh, she's just playing him for a fiddle. And you see, you got to be aware of that sometimes because people will put you through a test. Like with any sort of uh, romantic relationships, whether it's long distance or whether it's close, up close and personal, or whether it's the social distance new kind that's out there now, um, the thing is you will be tested. <laughs> You'll be sitting there like some people are like, well, I see the representative. I see they're a nice individual, but I'm going to find a way to go ahead and pull by the coattails and see how long it takes for him to get angry. And that way, that really lets me know what that person is. It's the most stupidest thing in the world, but people do it to see what your limit is just to see you fail or to see like, you know, are you capable of putting up with that person? We all do it. Everybody does it. Like, you know, I got my own version of it. I, why, why do you think I always say, hey, can you keep up with J-Man? Can you put up with me? Because I know, like, there are times where I'm unbearable. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's times where I'm a hot mess. And then there's times where, you know, not all the time, though. But, you you, you know, because you, you, we're all human. And we all have that state of flux. You know what I mean? We all have that capability where we're ourselves. But we all have that different shades and different versions of ourselves. And I'm not doing that as a um, reference to Fifty Shades of Grey because I have not read that damn book. I'm just kidding. We've all peeked at that. But the thing is, is that, you know, you, you play it right, you know, just be yourself. I mean, you know, a long time ago, well, you know, some that's horrible advice for some people because some people are just stupid, especially if they're wearing masks out there. Have you noticed that some of the people are wearing masks, but they're not wearing it over their nose? But what the hell is that? But but I'm off topic. I'm off topic. Like when you're doing this stuff, don't be obsessive. Because at the end of the day, it's not even love at this point. This is just weird this is just like you know um I, i'm trying to control someone on a whole nother person because i don't want the romance to fail i don't want the romance to go away i i i want everything to come together oh and then i can control it and then i can show off to my friends that i that i am domineering and i'm and and, and i'm well aware of myself if anything you're just showing everybody that you're insecure and you need help don't be insecure. And our society is ridiculous for this. Because have you noticed that every single output that deals with the idea of human relations 
<laughs> every every output always deals with the same old stereotype. Beautiful girl doesn't know what she wants. Finds a guy. The guy is attractive as hell because everybody looks like Shamar Moore, right? So, and then she went through hell to get to that point. But this time she has to learn to love again. And then go through at least two hours of personal torment. Or recovery or whatever you want to call it. And then eventually she'll get it. She'll be there with Shamar Moore. And then live happily ever after. Whereas the average dudes or whatever. The ones that are having a hard time loving themselves. Which is something you should do in the first damn place. They have to sit there and they'll be like. Oh I'm going to hold her purse. Maybe she'll love me then. Hmm. Really? Is that how it all works huh? No, 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 it doesn't work like that. And speaking of which, yeah, any Tyler Perry movie, once you start getting down to the crux of it, you'll start to see, like, exactly how they all play out after a while. And I'm not trying to disrespect the man because he's an African-American filmmaker. I'm an African-American filmmaker, so, I mean, after a while, you'll probably try to see uh, all the uh, cliches in my work. But the thing is, you'll get <laughs> you'll get tired of that, man. And then, like, of course, you have the... Uh, the um, other version, the romantic comedy lead, where the quirky girl or the plucky guy, and they're trying to do all this stuff, where at the same time, you know, anybody else would just really just go up to that person and talk to them. That saves you, like, a lot of time when it comes to how the movie plays out. But everybody thinks their life is a movie, and it has to be all this, where at the same time, you know, that extra is just really killing it. Like, you can simply torpedo anything with potential just by being that way. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to bring out all the gimmicks and stuff. Like, I mean, you can be as creative as you want to be in the beginning and on holidays and all. But then there's the whole thing where, you know, you're building towards it. And you just need to really be, you know, who that is on the inside. Not necessarily the shift of the faces and all. And then, of course, like I said before, love yourself. A lot of obsessive, insecure people are like this because they don't really confront who they are in the mirror. You know, like I said, one way or another, you put up with that other person every so often or during different times in your life, maybe. But, you know, who you put up with the most is your damn self. Yep. That ugly, stinky bastard you see on the other side of the mirror and stuff, that is you until you get all cleaned up and taken care of. Or at the same time, you got to patch up all that stuff in your head. And here's the thing. Don't take all your past and stuff. All your past demons and crap and throw them on the table, too. That's, you know, you can talk about your worries and stuff, but don't talk about, like, oh, yeah, this is what happened during my prom. You know, we went where we needed to go, and and, and, and she didn't want me no more, and, and she was sleeping with the guitarist, and it just ruined my life. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a lot to bring to the table, man. That's something to bring, like, a little bit later. And even then, you know, the trust issue talk, that that comes from it. And here's the thing, when people talk about trust, isn't it amazing how everybody is so afraid of losing trust? Like, like you know, that, 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 that word alone is amazing, like trust. Yes, you know, trust is the foundation. Trust is what holds it. Trust is what brings it all together. But then comes the idea that, guess what? If you're not giving that a little bit, then, the other, then, then there's no fight here. You got to give a little bit of it. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Because how you know you're going to be at that level and stuff? Or, you know, you just get to that building where there's a comfort between you and that other person without a little bit. Everybody's got to give a little bit here. 
Uh, the ones involved, that is. And if you're in an open relationship, well, that's just your your bag. I don't care. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that everything's a gamble. Everything. You waking up in the morning and what you do for the rest of that day or whatever is a gamble. It can go one or two ways. You either win big or you go home broke. And the same thing goes for what relationships and all significant others, whatever. Like I said, it could go one or two ways between me and that other person. It can go up or go down. But I, I'm not trying to be as stagnant about it. I'm always positive about it. Because the thing about it is I'm not predictable. I change it up all the time. But you see, like, when it gets to that point, you know, and nobody's trying to progress any further, the best thing you can do is just be, you know, happy and content and just move forward. You tried, didn't you? A lot of people don't understand, like, you know, they always think failure is bad, and that comes from, um, that comes from years and years of being in classes, and you don't, the one thing that people are afraid of, especially if you're an overachiever, or if you're, you know, somebody that has to have A's and B's, or, hell, some of y'all having B's is scary, if you have to have A's, you're so scared of the F grade, and, you know, you get the F grade through multiple different things, either you didn't do the work, or, you know, your teacher sucked, which I have a lot of stories to tell you all about. Some of the worst damn teachers I've ever had. Or, <laughs> you know, they had a lesson plan, and that lesson plan didn't fit for you. Those are, like, top three things of how you could have an F grade. Whereas, you see, when it comes to, like, relationships and stuff, they take time. Development. You're building something. Now, there is that moment where the other person probably will not, you know, probably won't contact you. Probably, you know, you put it on the table and they, you know, they ain't follow through on that. Well, you see, that can go one of two ways. Like, um, maybe that person's busy or maybe like, you know, they're just trying to figure out a way to fit stuff in. Or they got a lot going on over there. And, you know, things just grow over time. But if you're at that point where it's like, see, like, say it's April now. But it's like October later on. And see, October is like, what, six months away? And you're still having the same basic go-nowhere conversations or you're having it like you're not even on that level where you're talking live or anything. And I, and I say this for a lot of y'all because things have changed on the on the virtual platform now. Yeah, see, you're not going anywhere. That's why it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet warfare at that point. And it's like you're stagnant. You're just there just to be there now. And it sucks. Like, you know, at the you, you want to progress. You want to be on that level. You want to be not where you are. You're supposed to evolve. And I hate to say that term because Pokemon is just, you know, all the Pokemon memes are just open now because I said that, but you're supposed to change it up every so often. When you see, like, you know, and, it, and it's supposed to be between you and that other person. It's not supposed to be, like, every damn body knowing about it you feel me and um yeah you know because a lot of people don't want that a lot of people don't want the stuff to stop you get scared you get tired you get lovesickness and you see like i've had that for a while not now, but you know how it is. Like, you feel like you're clammy and you got things similar to the flu because at the end of the day you're so infatuated that it really messes you up. Nah, understandable. But, you know, just be true to yourself. 
Be patient with the outcome of things. Active patience, by the way, not just patient, patient. Because you got some people who'll be like, "Oh well, let's just let's just be patient about this." Fine. But then there's no talking. Then there's nothing there going on. And then comes the part where it's like, well, you know, things just happen. I, I, I found somebody else, and, 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 and I didn't want to tell anything because I didn't want to be mean. Stupid conversation, by the way. If it's, if it's that important to you, you should admit to it. See, a lot of people are not honest, which that's an annoyance to me because you should just be honest. I mean, we're all adults here. So you should know how to handle that a little bit better. And you did not clean up after yourself. Uh, I like how nowadays people are saying, you don't have to admit any sort of closure to that other person. Yes, you do. If you want a little bit more respect out of the whole situation and you want to go ahead and be, you know, safe face in a way, even though you're going to get hurt by it because you don't know what's going to come out of the other person's mouth. But yeah, give them some closure. Be a little bit more honest about this kind of stuff. And then one way or another, oh, that whole thing about not being mean, you're already being mean. And even if you had somebody else on the side, let me tell you this. I feel sorry for that jerk over there because you know why? Because that's the one person that has to put up with your sorry behind in real life. And not only that, you're not respecting that person over there because nobody knew about it. Hypotenuse holding bastards. (laughs) You know what I mean? And they out there too. And, and and never think this through. It's like some one way or another, you're going to find out. You understand that, right? And if you ever do find out somebody like that, well, hell, they weren't worth getting to know in the first place, right? So here's how you do it: you pick up the pieces and you move on. Now you don't do it immediately at that moment. You do it after a day or so, okay? Because it results vary amongst people. Not everybody's as completely hardened as the J Man is. But these are honest facts. And you want to know the real answer to uh, uh, relationships and how to go? Well, I wish I could give it to you. Because, see, like, I, like I've been saying throughout this whole episode, results vary. Nobody really knows. And when you don't really know, but you're willing to take that risk for that gamble because you want to change your life around a little bit, yeah, take the gamble. Take the risk. And don't be surprised about the outcome, if you get my meaning. However, <laughs> that's all I have for you guys tonight. I know it was supposed to be a Schlockomania episode, but you see, the thing is, um, I'm still working on the lineup for the movies. And not only that, but you guys needed something to discuss. Because spring's in the air, love's in the air, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and before we throw, you know, the virus up in there, I'm not going to do that because, you know, it's just too easy. But I want you all to stay safe, stay well, and just live your lives. Have a good time because I know I am. But outside of all that, though, this is the J-Man signing off. I will see you guys next time. <laughs>